Good morning, everyone. Hello. Hey, what's happening? You out there, do you like movies? Do you like science fiction? Do you ever fantasize about the merging of robotics and human flesh? Well, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking Cyborg. It's a 1989 movie starring John claude Van Damme. You heard the name before. But I'm Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pat, your party boy, your pop culture pope. I am your host. We're being quarantined here in Philly. But that doesn't mean I can't talk to you about the forgotten genre, genre of cyborg science fiction. Let's get to it. Now, what exactly? Welcome back. Welcome back. But what exactly do I mean? I say forgotten genre. I, I gotta touch on this. I gotta touch on this because what I've been doing this this run here between doing this cyborg run, which started with uh, Battle Angel Alita, and that thread started with a couple movies. I just wanted to sit down and discuss with all of you because I went on one giant Terminator run, then one giant Star Wars run, and now I'm doing this and Battle Angel Alita was such an enlightening movie for me that it sparked it just sparked my mind and while watching it i said look i gotta do this and i gotta do ghost in the shell back to back and then when i did ghost in the shell it was i went right into the 90s and it's like all right we have to talk anime because anime did cyborgs like nothing else like manga and uh, animation it goes on and on but just when, when you go through the list, Cyborg 99 or uh, Cyborg 009, uh, 8 Man After, uh, it's, and those are just easy, like, you know, like top level ones, but they're great. And I just realized, I'm like, you know, like th- this is something uh, when it comes to science fiction. This is an idea that people, uh, you know, like you, you kind of want to say, well, everything's nanites now. These little microscopic computers that flow through the bloodstream. Now, we just had Bloodshot come out. Bloodshot, technically, you can argue, is a cyborg movie. But it's not so much this. And this is why. This is why when you're trying to make a name for yourself. And you're creating characters for comic books. This is why when Rob Liefeld co-created Cable who's now uh, you know a part of the X-Men lexicon the X-Men culture you know the cable is a permanent addition to everything X-Men you know cable was just the coolest guy ever cuz he was part cyborg and then we get to this movie now this movie the guy who directed this movie Albert Albert Poon this guy knows what he's doing and i said i say that a lot but when you go through the movies of this guy, I mean, he's one of the biggest B-movie directors ever. The guy has a huge list. And he <laughs> he also directed the, the unreleased 1990 Captain America. So this dude is legendary. I don't mind. I, I'm talking to you from the AKA Pad studio. Oh, that's my phone going off there. Oh, and little plug. If you're listening, subscribe, leave a comment, retweet, rebroadcast this, repost this, help a boy out. But the 1990 Captain America is so impactful 
to me from the AKA Pad Audio Audacity Podcast Studios. I'm talking to you with the teaser poster of that very movie behind me because I keep it on my drawing table. That's a that's a story for another time. <laughs> it really is. But he dude, he's a part of Dollman, who is you know, Doll Dollman had four to five sequels. Brain Smasher. We all love that one. Urban Menace. But look, the point I'm getting at is this guy makes really good B-movies. He also made a movie in 92 called Nemesis. And if you research great cyborg movies, Nemesis comes up a lot. And I kind of want to say I tried watching Nemesis and really did... uh, I don't know. I think Nemesis is a little bit overrated. But going through his, just right now, glancing at, at this guy's massive list. He has Mean Guns, 1997, with Christopher Lambert. Mean Guns is highly underrated. It's highly forgotten. Go check out Mean Guns. But Nemesis also, too, spawned about four to five sequels. Which looked like he directed all, nearly all of them. But this dude, he... The point I'm getting at, he knows the movies he's making. And Cyborg here, I'm stuttering a little bit here because because <laughs> uh, I'm talking to you from my new setup. I did move. I spoke about this with the last episode. Cyborg, to me, growing up, was the movie. Okay? And by that, I mean it was in my regular consumption, my regular basket of movies that I would get from the movie store or I would watch because we subscribed to everything on cable. Whenever it came on, I watched it. Cyborg was just it for me. John John Claude Van Damme was the guy. I like Commando. I like Schwarzenegger Commando. I love the Rainbow movies. Okay? I literally watch Rainbow 2 and Rainbow 3 all the time. Two more than anything. Okay? But this movie had a uh, post-apocalyptic edge to it. So when I later discovered Fist of the North Star, another manga, another anime, you know, like, it just complimented itself. It blew me away. And eventually when I developed my own comic book called Eyes of Asia, these were, like, two of the bigger influences. It was Cyborg. It was Fist of the North Star. A couple weeks ago, I watched this movie again. Uh, you know, re-experiencing it all over. You know, it's been a while. And when I say that, I mean that uh, my brain practically did a brain dump before watching this. And, it, you know, I was experiencing the movie again for the first time. And holy crap, holy crap. I forgot. I really forgot how advanced of a movie this is. Now, when it comes in terms of our director, Albert, Albert Poon, Albert Pin. P-Y-N-N, pronounce that however you like. I think this is one of his outliers. I think he's made good movies based on time frame, requirements, talent, all these other things. Let me turn off my phone. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Okay, we're done here. We're done. We're done with those phone notifications. Yeah, and... When I say this is an outlier, this falls into what he's previously made easily. 
but it also sticks out because this movie does have nuance and this movie moves it's a chase movie and this movie has this idea it's this uh road warrior this mel gibson mad max desolate wasteland and we have our only hope is in the cyborg to help cure this virus john claude van damme plays what's called a skinner no a slinger john claude van damme is slinger that is the other title for this movie and he 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 essentially comes across the cyborg and saves her from this gang that essentially just wants suffering. The gang in this movie is one of the best movie gangs of all time. Me, I would say uh, it would be this gang and the Rogues and the Warriors as your two best movie gangs ever. Especially like hyper 80s-ish gangs. I know Warriors falls within the 70s. And Van Damme plays this he plays a quiet strength in this movie and it carries the plot the plot's not deep but the movie is physical when i say this is a chase movie when i say it moves by that i mean we're not in the same setting for long and when we are we're dealing with a flashback and the flashback is that this gang (laughs) because they're evil right they (laughs) They're evil, uh, basically tortured and killed Vain Dame's family during this apocalypse. And the coolest thing about this gang is that the our gang leader, I, uh, let's see, is it is it this guy? Is it Vincent? Vincent Klim. I, I I can't pronounce any name. Okay, this dude is he's a part of. Wait, is it is this the same guy? I don't wait. Hold up here. This may not be it. Yes, 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 yes. Vincent Clint. He's from Point Break. He's he's uh war war dog or warlord that they uh the original setup for Point Break, meaning that these are the guys you think are the criminals and they're not. Vincent Clint fights Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze on the beach in Point Break. This is this is our gang leader. This guy has a presence. Not even the presence, he has a voice. And he has a look, and there's a, a, a an amazing physicality. The movie opens with his character's narration. Fender, Fender is this dude's name. I love the guy's name, Fender. And within the narration, it's like you know, it doesn't really set up the world. It it it's all plot. See, I just watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Again, uh, like I would say 30 to 45 minutes into that movie. The opening narration for that movie, what you you read, it goes back to the original Blade Runner. You read that narration. It, It confuses the hell out of you. It really doesn't set it up too well. I get it. They're trying to echo back to the original. That's one of the worst parts of the, the new Blade Runners is the opening narration. But that there is just world building. This here is an excuse me is a narration based on plot, and he wants the world done. He wants the world destroyed. He wants suffering. He he wants this disease to survive. He doesn't want it to go away. 
that so when I say nuance, we're nuance right out of the gate. So original. And it's cool and it pulls you in immediately. His confrontation with Jean Claude Van Damme at the end of this movie, they're in the ring, they're in a small set. Okay? You can tell, okay? You can just see the tricks of the camera and the shooting when this scene unfolds. It's one of the coolest 80s mono, mono versus mono fight scenes you can ever imagine. Uh, now, I'll go back to Kamano. It's as cool as Schwarzenegger Matrix and, uh, you know, the, the steam room fight at the end of Commando. But this movie, it, it's got more punch. I, I put this one above that. So, yeah, and and here we go. We're, like, we're talking about John claude Van Damme, 1989 movie. It's dystopian. It's post-apocalyptic. It's world-ending. It's called Cyborg. We have a cyborg as our plot device with the cure for, for humanity within her. And then, like, here we go. We're off to the races. This movie is so... <laughs> enjoyable it's 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 a you know like i'm gonna sound cliche it's a shot of a of, of adrenaline it's a shot of adrenaline in you watch this movie then go to go to the gym get get jack jack but and yeah it it, it i'm just right, right now just talking to you like i'm just remembering a lot of these scenes i love how we're in a different location Okay, even within the flashbacks, we're in a different location, and you kind of you kind of want Van Dam to kick this dude's butt by the end of the flick. Now, here here's a funny thing: just reading some things off of Wikipedia, the budget for this movie was 0.5 milli, and the box office was you know we can just say roughly say nine to ten million dollars. Now that's that's pretty good. See, that's superstar. Now this movie's also linked to Masters of the Universe. I wanted to bring that up at the end because I did want to discuss the movie with you. MOTU, MOTU. This movie originally was being prepped as the Masters of the Universe sequel, you know, the Dolph Lundgren movie. And, you know, look, there's enough to read about that. Canon Films goes under. They lose production, like, whatever. But they, this is the movie that they got out of it. Now, I don't know how much of the actual script and the story and the ideas filter through whatever and then overseas this movie is known as slinger not cyborg we also have a sequel to this starring angelina jolie and i'm thinking and Elias costas cyborg 2 and then we also have cyborg 3 the recycler (laughs) what is with that title but look this movie the people who don't praise this movie don't listen to them. They just don't get it. And and I don't mean it's not made for them. I mean they just don't get it. They're not trying to explore what this movie says and why it says what it says. Meaning, give me nothing and I'll give you something cool. This movie has a budget. It's, it's nothing compared to what came out during the day. It's almost nothing even now. Movies a home run. Albert Penn is one of our all-time B-movie directors. Bravo by everyone. I gotta go. I got things to do. I, I, I'm in the quarantine here. 
thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out because we're all in this together. I'm just I'm I'm trying to give you something positive. Look, just go out there and create. That's what you can do during the quarantine. Just create everyone. Episode 285. Can you believe it? It's AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. 1989 Cyborg. Next up, episode 286. Steven Spielberg's Artificial Intelligence AI. This is another movie. Completely forgotten. They don't talk about this movie enough. I don't care. We gotta talk. We gotta do it. Because we do it here. <laughs>